0: Welcome. You're listening to a Rolemaster classic actual play using Fantasy Grounds. The group has been playing together for nearly a year in Terry K. Anthra's excellent Shadow World. You can find session summaries, items and characters on Obsidian Portal, where our campaign is called the Praise of Old Men. Last episode, the party met some stranded pirates who live in a stockade around a strange Obsidian Monolith. Silk managed to get herself inside it, and in this episode intends to return with help from Cherry
1: um all right so while we're waiting just a quick recap um so you've sailed to by airship to the island of aaron your ship the life is captained by a captain oleandus you basically arranged for him to return the following morning is that right after you've investigated this uh stockade which you've discovered is full of well full houses seven stranded um, buccaneers, pirates, swashbucklers, uh, led by this uh, hulking brute called Arof. Um, Silk, uh, ever one to stick her nose where it's not needed, had waited for the compound to go quiet and managed to sneak into the strange black stone obsidian tower that the stockade has been built around. Uh, she gambled as is her wont, and long doored into the centre of this pyramid, which you suspected had a door and therefore a secret. And she and you were correct. And she found a ground floor, which is being used with a simple cot bed. And more interestingly, perhaps a ladder that leads up. From the inside, the single exit is quite obvious and quite easy to spot with the entrance discovered and confirmation that the tower is in fact an actual habitable dwelling of some description and something that the buccaneers have been kept have been keeping secret, uh, she has rejoined you in your less than luxurious accommodation. Uh, 3, 6, yep that's all of you on the map. So it's late evening. The noise of the jungle is beginning to intensify. During the heat of the day, the jungle swamps and open wetlands are actually quite quiet, certainly compared to the night where there are strange howls, rustlings and deep guttural roarings off in the distance. Within the stockade, the noises are slightly muted, but even so, it's quite difficult to get a decent night's sleep it's close clammy um and somewhat uncomfortable some of you are unused to this sort of heat and the noises are indeed very very strange and peculiar there's no draft and there's no wind to even ease your discomfort um okay <laughs> an abbreviated version uh pirates stockade landed ship returning in a couple of days uh silk long doored into the pyramid at the center and you've discovered that it's probably multi-layered uh the evening's unpleasant hot sweaty etc and you're now inside where the building that's been left over to you two guards on duty they've shut the gate as the jungle noises begin to fill the evening there you go
2: so i so i seem to remember ladies and gents that we were going to basically offer to help with some guard duty overnight so um, if i get a bit of shut eye now i'm happy to do like the graveyard shift at, at midnight till three if you want
3: who's going to volunteer to go New,
4: will volunteer okay for the the first the first
1: watch okay does anybody want to join the pirates now or do you just want to wait for about two three hours and then just take over
2: Weren't we going to make sure that we always had someone basically Mm keeping an eye on the pirates as well as the...
1: Yeah, so does somebody want to go out now and keep an eye on them? I'll go out and sit by the
2: fire. Actually, what I'll
3: try and do is hide in the shadows because fire starts to go down. The fire
1: is quite dim. The embers um, are now quite low with the gate shut rather than burning up firewood. They tend to let the fire embers just die down. So there's quite a lot of deep dark shadow out in the stockade itself. So it won't be difficult to hide in the stockade out of sight of the watchmen. Now the watchmen have lit torches and patrol the walkways.
3: Yeah, so I'll I'll watch them, but I'll also try and watch the door that I know that the other, other pirates have gone to bed in. Yeah. Just to make sure that everything's above board. I'm sort of like going to stand
1: here in the shadows yeah you can lean against or sit down and lean against the shed so you can see that the two men um who you vaguely still- remember were introduced as earn and yahod are patrolling uh give me a stealth roll, please cherry yeah sure these guys are looking out rather than in as you settle down the door shuts a little bit louder than you thought earn turns round, looks in your direction You can see through the starlight he grins at you, uh, but continues his patrol. Uh, Cherry, you'll recall that these are sailors that have been stranded on their own with no female companionship for quite some time.
3: Yeah, uh, that's why I'm going to have my dagger handy, I guess. Actually, I'll have my
1: blackjack handy so I can just knock them out. Well, the soldiers, uh, sorry, the sailors, uh, stay on the stockade and actually leave you alone, Cherry, for most of the evening. Um, They pause from time to time uh, as pairs and exchange uh, whispered conversation that you can't really make out. The jungle noises don't get any louder, but they remain loud enough to be perfectly audible and somewhat disturbing certainly unfamiliar roars rumbles uh, grunts and so on and even some high pitched shrieks perhaps a little bit more worrying from time to time from time to time sorry you can hear the tremendous crash as one of the larger limbed trees is either knocked or something falls out of the tree the sailors you notice are obviously used to this and continue their evening routine after what feels like a very long time. Another man comes out, and you vaguely remember him as being called Aberock, Um, and he joins Ern. Yahod continues to patrol, and just as you're beginning to feel slightly tired, Ern goes back in. Obviously, Yahod is remaining on duty for some bumps for a little longer. Avarok though takes over. It's probably about. Oh, the witching, uh, sorry, just past the witching hour, so I would say in our time, about two to three o'clock. Anybody okay, want to take well, over from Cherry?
3: I think Yarn was going to.
1: Yep. Yarn, do you want to? The fire is still actually giving off some, some heat, not that it's needed, of course. Um, in fact, if anything, it's probably quite pleasant to sit near the great stone building just behind you, which is actually turning off um, some coolness in this sticky, rather unpleasant evening give me a perceptual, please you can see that yahod is actually uh has got an armful of what looked like um some leafy twigs and sticks and is actually piling them on the uh glowing embers and the embers are now beginning to throw off uh quite a lot of smoke yeah what is what what, uh, i ask i
4: ask him what is what is that what that you're putting on the fire
1: keeps the insects away otherwise they bite disease
4: uh, and what, what kind of plant or where do you um, pick those leaves from and
1: those twigs? He looks at you and grins, showing tombstone-like teeth with gaps in between them that you could probably fit an oar through. And says, ah, oh, that's, that's, that's for me to know, isn't it? And he taps his nose and says, stay on this island long enough. you learn all sorts of stuff that will keep you alive. And he shrugs and goes back. As he leaves, another sailor comes out to take over, a man called Kellock, you vaguely remember.
4: So, so Numal um, just engages in, in small talk, to- or tries to engage in small talk with Kellock and says, where, where do you hail from originally, sailor, and what was the name of your ship?
1: Kellock points across off to, into the dark and says, what's left of the ship is over there. I thought you'd noticed it, the ship's wheel. Yeah, we, we were the part of the scourge. Uh, Captain was a was a fair man. We took our fare of plunder, but, well, he got it into his head to come to this godforsaken place, and we got hit by a squall, driven off course, smashed into rocks. Been stuck here ever since. But we're all from Fulcrumia, you know, and he points vaguely southwards um, out through the gates. You know, Fulcrumia. Heard of it? Yes,
4: I've heard of it. But what made you what made you come here to to this to this place?
1: Captain Ordinance, He reckon, there was treasure. So we spent those of us that survived. We tried to get into the city. Bloody hard that was because of the gate. Bloody great oh. big demon thing it is. Killed most did, of did us you, before we got the password.
4: It and and which passwords did you try?
1: He looks at you. Can you give me a perception roll, please? It's quite dark, but like most of your kind, you've got good eyesight. So I won't ask you to modify this. Okay. Um, He's, you can see he's looking a little bit uncomfortable. He's obviously realised that he said more than he should have done. And as he pauses, Avarok comes round to the end and says, Oi, you're up here. Stop talking to our um, guests. Sorry, mate, says Kelleck. Newmall
4: just shrugs, just trying to be friendly.
1: Okay, you notice that Avarok stands um, and spends as much time looking at you, Newmall, as he does out into the jungle. Kelleck resumes his position and paces the uh, upper walkway around the palisade. The fires continue to throw out quite dense smoke. And though you can hear the whine of insects, it's immediately obvious that this um, quite sweet smelling smoke that is coming from whatever these leaves are is actually keeping most of these horrible biting things away from the two shacks that the two crews are sheltered in.
4: And is there, um, can, can Numal, if Numal approaches the fire, um, is, is there any, can, can he see any of the leaves or the twigs that might not have started burning yet? Yeah. yeah is can. it even possible for him to grab some?
1: Yes, you can
4: reach in and grab them. That's what he does. All right, so you can reach being, in. And being, and careful, be, being careful, of course, not yeah. to burn them. So. Uh,
1: they're not that hot, they're really just smouldering. Some of them catch light as you disturb them and allow a little bit more air to get at the flames. Some of them catch a little bit more but because of the embers are dying and the air is quite still it's they're producing quite a bit of smoke Um, but it's not foul it's not unpleasant it's quite sweet smelling. Uh, As you grab some of the leaves you notice that actually the leaves are quite succulent and the heat is causing these leaves to crack open and release what looks like a fine um, milky white um, oil and it's obviously this milky white oil inside these succulents uh, that is acting as quite a potent insect repellent
4: Numel decides just to go back and sit a little way from the fire okay. by the by the obelisk and just keep watch um and, and sit out his watch okay. oh sorry i should I should say sorry um that um he, he takes he takes close note of the of the shape of the leaves and uh, the plant and, and okay you know, in, in 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 a it, wanting to to be on the lookout the next day if we if we venture out, um, okay. to, to see if you can um, see the pond.
1: Yeah, sure. So, Have you got nature law or anything, anything like that? Fauna law, sorry, flora law or nature law or anything like that.
4: I don't I believe so. so. No, I'm a sea. I'm a C, I'm a C, right. um, being. Okay.
1: So no. The evening now is beginning to get draw towards its end and the last two guards eventually take over from the two that are out there so avarok goes back inside and is replaced by um porgano um you know he's something of an archer and kelek the talkative or the most talkative of the sailors that you've encountered he also returns inside and a man named peserel peserel sorry takes over as well numeral you're due to be replaced and i think it's cran who now takes over
4: I think that's Noomal will go and um, give give Cran a a Mm -hmm. nudge.
1: Sir Cran, you're
2: up, you're Uh, up, fuck is it, that's already, Uh, 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 he sits up and scratches his testicles and then uh, stands up in
1: front of the room. Class, pure class Cran, we've always said that. Yes, I think uh, those of you that are awake can certainly. um, So, Cran and um, Newmon doesn't recognise the plant again. Cran, if you've got Nature or Flora Law, I'd be surprised. But if you have got those for any reason, um, probably to help you recognise Rook, if you can find it, um, you can give me a roll and see if you recognise the smell of whatever's piled onto this place.
2: I do not. Fire. I um, have uh, no idea. I have. That's, especially not floral, though I don't have a
1: lot of that. No, I'm, I'm relieved about that. The world would have been a strange place if Cran knew about plants and flowers. <laughs> Soon,
5: he'll be able to search for them himself when he does.
1: Right. A frightening <laughs> thought that is. <laughs> Why have you bought the Lithander here? Well, our captain said there was Rook here and we don't really have much choice. <laughs> Okay, so Cran, you can take your position by the fire anywhere else you want. The guards, uh, again like their companions, uh, spend part of the evening lurking near the gate just in case, but for most of the evening actually they move around the upper walkway. You can join them or you can wait by the shade and the cool stone of the obelisk.
2: So I will, I'll have my armour, I won't won't have my helmet on. And I'll, I'll just grumble about it being hot. I'll just walk around with a water skin sipping at it, but i I'll, I'll stand on the walkway and you'll I stay on the walkway as well yeah
1: okay uh neither Porgano or Pesserell make too much effort to be friendly to you in terms of light conversation, though they're clearly um curious about you um it's Pesserrel who finally kind of pauses near you by the walkway um and asks you about the ship, the, the vessel you came in. Is it one of them airships?
2: Yeah, it's a pretty nice one. Uh, the higher-ups got a yeah, got us going over here, but I've definitely got some money.
1: So, so what brought you to this godforsaken place? I mean, most people are trying to get off this place. You've actually come here. Were you like us looking for treasure?
2: Just like you, probably orders.
1: What? Treasure orders or, or something else? Because we haven't found bugger all in terms of treasure.
2: Oh that, that middle aged fat bloke could have me tongue if I told you, so I can't am oh, sorry, I can't let you Well know. a edge is closer. Look, you know,
1: who's one sailor to another? I'm quite happy to tell you what I know if you tell me what you know.
2: Don't push it, son, and I ain't a sailor, I'm a soldier.
1: Alright, alright, there's no need to take it like that. I was just trying to be friendly.
2: Oh. Me me too. Don't mind being friendly, and he I'll take the old battered hip flask out, which is quite low on Brandy right now and uh, offer it
1: offer him a swig well i won't say no i was just you know being friendly like and he takes a tip said good stuff that I, I haven't had anything really stronger than water for, for weeks now but no, i was just being friendly you know you, you tell me what what brought you here and I, I might be able to help you i'm
2: no, not I'm like the others well we're going to look we're going to look for uh any signs of the old civilizations on the place Do you know have you guys explored the island at all
1: well, no, not much. And he, he looks around and checks, and he whispers, and he sort of gestures. Look, come, you know, because um, Paul Garno, he's well, he's a bit touchy, like you know. Look, why why don't we just just come out of earshot? Because otherwise, it will get back to the captain, and he'll 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 tell me off. He'll bollock me. Well, look, he says, um, yeah. So we went. Those of us that survived, Captain was absolutely mad yeah. for the treasury reckoning, the old city he said was crawling with with treasure and and, and weapons and artefacts and, and jewels and gems and well after we got past the gate and that took care of a few of us, well we explored what we could of the city but all we found were screaming demons, undead, statues of moved, horrible plant like things and well, that was it, really. So, Captain said, Look, let's just come back and maybe get some more men. And that's when we discovered that, that little bastard sneak had taken our rowboat, so we're stranded. The old bastard took our boat, he did. I mean, I'll we hand, knew the it. Hip, hand the what? hip glass
2: back to him and shake my head. God, I hate being double crossed.
1: Well, I mean, we, we knew it was a problem. A little sneaky bugger. I mean, you know, he's not human anyway. But we kind of thought that since we'd be nice to him, we could cut his bloody throat. But anyway, we'd be nice to him. And um, well, he just legged it with our boat. And here we are, stuck.
2: And it was that sneaky bastard. He wasn't one of your crew, was he? Or was he on the island already?
1: Well, and you can see the sailor um, Pestrel scratch his head a bit as well. Yeah, I mean, he he was. He was kind of like um, a cabin boy, I suppose you'd call him. Um Aroth found him, and Aroth thought it was quite funny, really. to take this sort of half human wretch sort of dark type thing as a as a cabin boy um and I suppose he was quite civilized really for a for a half breed um I mean he ate food like everybody else, and well, you know, as they say, he wiped his bum with his hands so you know he was he was, he was all right for a while, but it was just something about him that was just a bit sneaky, you know sneaky was um So Captain says we're off, we're sailing to the island of boys, treasure booty you know what captains do. And uh when we when we arrived here, you know, what was left of the ship where we hauled into this stockade, thank God we found that. We left that bastard cabin boy with our boat and when we came back he'd gone. Bloody gone, he no idea where he is. But of course no boat, stranded. Well he uh, kinda
2: gone far, can he, if he didn't have a boat unless unless he was working in Cahoots with someone else.
1: I don't know. I mean, the rowboat that we had was uh, big enough for four men. He piled in a load of supplies, and that was it. Our guess is he didn't fancy his chances on the island. Put it into the waters, and off he went.
2: And what was his name? Mm. In case we ever come across him.
1: Well, we just we just called him half breed. Pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was. Bloody half breed really. he was. He wasn't quite human, was he, sneaky bastard? I hope he's drowned. Of course, the Prant- left the boat.
2: Cran's nostrils flare a little bit at the uh overt bigotry being displayed by our sailors chum. <laughs> um Well, we need to get back on watch. Anything that's gonna keep me awake is walking around here, so uh
1: Yeah, yeah, wait. yeah, yeah, sure. So um so, I assume you've come to the city as well to find stuff, have you?
2: Following orders, that's right.
1: All right, all right. Well, good luck to you, I say. Um, you'll yeah, need yeah. that ship, are you also? Um, and he pauses, he says, is there any chance um, you need extra crew? Quite happy to work uh, our passage. Understood.
2: That's not my call. Um, so first, who should, we, first who things, should first, we be
1: talking to then?
2: Captain of the ship and he won't let you on. So, uh, I can make a case for you when we go back.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Well, what what do you need from us?
2: Nothing, I think I'm clear. There's, what, seven of you, isn't there? Yeah,
1: there's seven yeah. of them.
2: Um, I can ask the spacer. It's just whether they're, uh, you know, these bastards, these rich folk, they sometimes just don't like, yeah, I don't know, getting
1: muddled. Oh, look, I work. I nice so. work. Quite happy to work. I'm a good sailor. I've never been on, a, on an airship, of course. Selkai, uh, right? Is that right? Selkai? Uh, that's right. Yeah, sail car. I've never been there. Fancy it, I do. Love to have a go at sailing one of them airships. Well, look, Pessrel, right? You remember my name, Pessrel? I'm a hard worker. You ask any of the lads.
2: Pessery, okay, mate. Well, uh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh, Pessrel. Sorry. Oh, oh, thank you for your uh, information. We'll um, uh, I'll put in a put in a word for you. You're a nice
1: chap. Ah, right. Good lad. Good lad. Right. Uh, yeah. Duty. And he wanders off with a little bit of a swagger to his step.
2: I'll shake my head. One board every minute as I walk up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, okay, I'll carry on with me, uh, on my duties.
1: Okay, the rest of the evening, Crown is fairly quiet. Like the others, you can hear um, perhaps ominous crashing noises as if some heavy beast is moving around in the forest, um, or heavy things are falling out of the trees. There are the probably expected roars and high-pitched noises of birds and predators. But there's also some other noises which you can't quite place. Could be predators, could be prey, but they're definitely unfamiliar. Um, As you move away from the fire, the whine and hum of insects gets a little bit louder. Um, But actually these stench of the smoke is such that the stockades is mercifully clear of biting nasty insects.
2: I'll leave a mental note to um make sure I ask them what this thing is and then we'll
1: need to gather some if we start traveling. Okay. All right. So as dawn breaks over the jungle the noises begin to ease and quieten down And more of the sailors begin to come out of where they've been sheltering and begin to prepare water, uh, prepare cook fires and so on. So they become or sorry, start emerging from their camp. And there are the grimy quarters. Uh, Can you give me a perception roll, please, Cran? Do you want it in the tower? Uh, no, I don't think so. You can sort of do that as you come out. Oh, sorry. First one. Uh, the first one was the better one. A number of them cast glances towards the tower and glances towards you as if they would quite like to be moving into the tower. But uh, no, there's no, there's no resistance role, Craig. I'm not that evil. Um <laughs> So there's no, what was I going to say? Uh, yes, there are, clearly they some of the sailors would rather be inside that tower of theirs rather than out here. But they don't want to make any obvious signs that that thing is anything other than a curious solid piece of stone work. They obviously want to keep it secret from you. Little do they know that silk has uncovered their secret.
2: I will not give the game away. Um, I'll just carry on and, as if I'm kind of disinterested in what they're doing.
1: Okay. Has Silk
0: shared that with everybody else now?
5: Yeah, that was uh, last night where I wanted to share before bed type.
1: I don't think Silk is very good at keeping secrets, let's be honest.
5: Exactly, exactly. It was just I I wanted to keep quiet about it too, so I don't know if I was quiet or not.
1: Yes, I think it's, oh, ooh, ooh, I've got a secret. Yeah. And, and, and I'm going to tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so you know, I think, thanks to Silk, that there is a way into the tower, and as you suspected, if you remember, some of you had reckoned that there was a path, a slightly more well trodden, compact piece of sand that led to the door into the tower, and you found that. As the evening begins sorry, as the morning begins to get lighter and lighter and the sun is beginning to climb um, out of wherever it's been sleeping. Uh, it, yet again, is going to be a very, very hot day and, and a very sticky day. Um, you've now got to decide what to do. Do you want to head towards the city, which you know is basically one of the biggest and most obvious landmarks on the island, or do you want to do something else? So
4: so Numal updates the group... Um, in, 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 in the hut as to the, the strange conversation he had with the one guard about um, a gate and a password and a demon. So the others are forewarned about that particular obstacle.
3: Uh. And then
4: for what it's worth, Numal says that he's keen to push on to the city. We, we, know, we know how to get into the, into the obelisk or the, the pyramid structure if we need to. Maybe it's a good place to retreat to if we're in,
1: in a bad position. Yeah, that's probably that's what you suspect the sailors have been using it for.
5: I'm gonna go up on the uh, the ramparts there, the outer edge, and just walk do a walkabout and kind of eyeball the range between the outside of the wall, you know, almost walking right up to it, and then if I were to long door again into the obelisk at some.
1: Okay, so to get some sort of bearings of where you'd have to land and so on.
5: Yeah, exactly.
1: Right. Okay. Give me, um, give me a reasoning roll. See how good your trigonometry and maths is.
5: Okay, I'll put that in uh, the tower. Yeah, so uh,
1: tower, would be good, please. So, Silk, you estimate the distance that you'd need to cast your spell and the distance you'd need to travel if you needed to or wanted to long door from the walkway and from the wall, and you're fairly confident that it's within range. And you know exactly where to land your spell.
5: So cool. To speak. That's perfect. Okay, no materializing not? inside of walls. That's good.
1: <laughs> yes, right. Bad silk, bad. Okay. she should do it just
5: to see how it felt, I think. but
1: <laughs> okay, the crew you can see are preparing a breakfast of um, what looks like some crude flour that they've got. Um, the flour is being bought out in a couple of metal scoops perhaps stuff that they've rescued from their ship, the Scourge. And in the lights now that you can see, sure enough, against one of the walls of one of these outbuildings, you can see what looks like a huge um, wheel belonging to a sailing ship. And this great big brass centrepiece which says the Scourge. Apparently that's the name of the ship that they were all crew on that was wrecked with a combination of... Bad Seas, Storm, and then a sea serpent, one of the famed Calabrian sea serpents of the, of the uh, Burning Sea. Oh,
5: that last game you had mentioned too at night that one of the um, one of the guards had wanted to talk around the corner, so to speak, and I didn't pick up. Um, do you recall the name of that person? Was it Pestrel that Cran talked to?
1: yes it was Pesseril again who wanted to talk to you pestrel was quite a talker so you can join them for breakfast they are happyish to share uh though Aroth frowns at his men who are beginning to warm to you uh particularly you cherry and you silk um shana they're not sure what to make of you to be honest you look uh a bit intimidating to say the least uh silk looks absolutely not intimidating and cherry as a young girl doesn't look too um threatening either and probably is still not woken up yet yeah exactly nice so so the rest of you can either join them Arof is happier if you can help contribute to their meal so any rations or anything like that because obviously his men are on restricted food, they can only eat what they really kill,
0: presumably we still have reasonably good fresh travel rations.
1: Yes, you do, yeah, absolutely, so you can share some of those if you want. I won't make any dedu- uh, any deductions from your rations. Mm-hmm. Aroth approaches you again, Cran, because he's taken you as the leader and says uh, so uh get some sleep yeah. That- What's that smoke
2: stuff? Yeah, What's that stuff you're burning? That really kept the bugs off.
1: That was nice. It's a plant we found. Apparently it's called Turu's Blessing. We were told to look out for it um, by one of the other crew. Apparently, knows something of the jungles around it. Not that he's been on Aranmore. Well, he was until the Sea Serpent bit him in half. Um, yeah, Turu's Blessing, apparently. You'll find it everywhere. Really good at keeping the insects away. What do you do with it? Just burn it? Yeah, just exactly. burn it. Um, I right. oh,
2: appreciate
1: that. He reckoned you could you could smoke it yourself, but well, he was always a bit weird, really. Interesting. <laughs> he, well, yeah, I mean, some of the things he used to do with his food, well, it was just disgusting. It turn you turn your stomach. It would raw fish. I mean, whoever ever heard of that? Raw fish.
2: Oh God. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, they... he'd
1: like, he'd like he'd like mix it up with this rice stuff, and he'd eat it in balls. It was oh God.
2: Well, a long way to the northeast of here is uh, Cholestia and uh, we had our fair share of raw rice anything during the winters. But
1: no, uh... no, 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 winter or summer, raw fish with rice. It was well horrible. So, to be honest, when he reckoned you could smoke this stuff in a pipe, um, no, thank you very much. We'll just shove it on the fire. So, um, your ship, then we never did get to the bottom of that. We um, and he points at his men. Look, there's, there's there's seven of us, and we want off this island. I'm sure should. we can reach an accommodation
2: well um we've got a job to do here for a few days um but i commit to you my old son that i will take your request to the captain uh these ships going to be floating floating pretty near here, out, out of some of the uh worst of the weather and the, the storms going around and um they will be coming back and we will relay that then I, I'm just a menial. I can't make any of these decisions. I'm no,
0: no, sure no. Understand.
1: I, I understand that. Um, I mean, I was fortunate enough to be master of my own ship uh, until it went down. No, I understand that. So what are your plans now, matey? Where are you headed?
2: Well, between you and me, mate, I'm quite keen to... Uh, the crew here have worked pretty well, is to branch out alone, maybe get our own ship and th- those kind of things in the future. Um, would you be interested in that if, if we ever do get off here? He nods. Captain in, 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 in captaining that on our behalf.
1: He nods. And he says, so you'll need something like a stake, won't you? You'll need some, some money, won't you? So you'll be after uh, some loot? Possibly. Um, there's
2: skills, money, information, a whole load of currency we're interested in. So uh, what
1: do well, you have look, made? he says, what, what brought us to this? Place was stories that there was all sorts of. Well, we were hired by this uh, guy called Barock, and Barock reckons that the old city there wouldn't tell us much about the place, but then, and Aroth shrugged. I don't know what got into me for the first time ever. I didn't really ask any details. Anyway, Barock says, travel to the island, and we knew it was a tough place. Fair do, we did know it was tough. And he says get into the city there's just there's treasure waiting for you to just pick up um how did that that
2: work out that never works out does it
1: no 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 you're right and uh, you can see Arath looks um suitably not quite embarrassed but uh, a wry smile playing around the sides of his lips he says no you're, you're quite right uh should have known that it wouldn't be that easy but And we knew that there were, well, we knew the reputation of the place. I mean, my folk had kept well away from uh, this cursed place for generations, but we were desperate for money. And who's this barrack
2: bloke? Is he still around?
1: No, he, so he came through my town, oh, must be about a year ago, said he was looking for a likely crew to sail across to the cursed isle and be a hoard of gold in it. All he needed was a crew that were brave enough to face the, the sea.
2: But well, what was he looking for
1: particularly? Not just the gold? He didn't say, else. to be honest. He said he wanted a crew to go across. I reckon what he wanted was to find a crew that were brave enough and he'd come back with some money and then he'd basically have a go in himself. Well, we got here, but this is where our story's almost ended.
2: So, there anything but, you'd recommend? I mean, obviously we'd like to come out of here alive and uh we've got a job to do on behalf of
1: our masters but all right frowns at you and he says look if i tell you what i know i know you can't guarantee me a place on your ship i'm just asking as one sailor to another you just treat my respect with some honor and and the lads there they're a good enough crew yeah they're rough but they're a good enough crew and they'll stand if you ask them
2: look you Got, got my word as a soldier, uh, and you seem like an honest bloke. I look slightly up at him as I say that. Um, I will present the best possible case to, to you, my bosses, when we get back to the ship. But um, so leave it
1: with me. He looks at you and says, Square deal? Yeah, and I hold my hand out and grab him by the wrist. All right, he takes your wrist um and this time there's none of that manly squeezing each other's wrists until one of you squeals and and says oh i give up
2: i was going to stroke Um, his palms just gently with my finger
1: Uh, i won't do that no he's he's not a freemason and he's not that way inclined (laughs) um he smokes leaves for a start um okay says look there's a there's an old ruined tower we made the mistake of going straight to the city uh And even though we found um, a password to get us past that bloody gate, um, it still almost killed some of us before we managed to get the password out. What we didn't do, and what we probably should have done first, is there's a temple complex, um, not part of the city. Don't know whether it's older than the city, don't know whether it's built after the city's destruction. Anyway, there's a temple complex about two miles from here through the jungle, that direction head that way pick up the small creek uh go past the cursed fields and you can't miss it uh i would suggest you try that first that might give you the money you want without venturing into that bloody city
2: i appreciate that and the um the tower is it in the city you mentioned that you were headed for and what was this password and gate is that
1: a gate in to get into the town there's a wall the no there's okay. a, a great big Demonic War goes all the way around the city. Um, I hadn't done much research about this place. All I could find out from some of the crew and some of the local rumours is there used to be these people called the Nuretti. Anyway, the Nuretti, they were a, well, they were a dark folk, really. They were a bit of a blight. We're probably better off without them, to be honest. Anyway, the Noretti worshipped these dark gods. Um, one in particular, so I hear. Uh, anyway ruled by this um, evil bitch of a queen. He shrugs, aren't they all? Uh, Anyway, they were crushed, I don't know, generations ago, thousands of years ago. I can't remember when. I mean, there's no stories in my folk about them anyway. Sydney was crushed, Ireland was smashed to pieces, and the whole place shunned. Anyway, that's all we knew about it. So we head across to their city, uh, and there's this bloody great big demonic wall around the whole place with one great big gate. Um, we'd found the password. One of the crew had found the password, um, though he never told us where he found it. Oh, but what is uh, it? Is that is it in our language? Yeah, yeah. The the password is um, Taraglustrod Glustrod. Okay. Tara I said it. Kinda. Now that'll get you past the gate, but well, that won't that won't help protect you against all the other things that live in that city. I mean, you're going to have to be and he looks at you and he says, Look, no disrespect. But, and he points at Cherry. Will she stand? She looks no more yeah. than a kid. And it's what you'll see in there will skills. turn your stomach.
2: Well, I appreciate the warning. Um, and also the recommendation to try and check out that yeah.
1: temple first. Go to that temple first. If there's money in that, it'll be a damn easier than getting any money out of that city. And that if, city I mean, will do you.
2: Okay. Anything in there in that temple that is uh, that you've uh, that you've seen, or is it? We didn't go did to it. it. That was our mistake. Dim-bing. Gotcha. That was our mistake.
0: Is that the Temple of the Forgotten Night in the forest? Says Ugnam from the doorway.
1: Don't know what it's called.
0: No is it, idea. Is it in the forest?
1: Yeah, that's right. Head through here. You'll get through. You'll go past some fields, uh, open area. Don't, you don't want to spend too long there. There's all sorts of things underneath the soil. You, you want to be careful there. Um, and you'll see it. It's ruined, of course, but you'll see it. We should have checked that out first. Might have been a damn sight easier than venturing into the city. Because we've, we've watched that temple a number of times. And apart from the old the old guard crawling about it, no demons there, no ghosts there. Haven't been into it, of course, but it's a damn sight safer than that bloody city.
2: Hearing you. All right. Well, we're going to head out today. Um, we'll leave you some rations. There.
1: Thank you, matey. To
2: supplement what, you, what you've got. And we should be back in two, three days, I hope. Um, maybe a little longer. And if your uh, ship
1: turns up, what do we say?
2: We'll be back in two or three days. They, they know where we're going. Um, all right. Where are, we'll, are they to meet? you here? We'll signal them. That's, that's what the plan was when we get back. we will signal them.
1: So, yeah. All right. From here. Okay. We'll tell them. Uh, we'll give like me it. a give me a perception roll, please, Cran and Ugnan. Yeah. I... Skeptical. Um, yeah, Kran, Okay, both. Yeah. Okay, it's clear that Aroth was helping you, but he's clearly very interested in knowing as much about your ship as he can. I.e., where is it now? Where is it going to be? And how are you going to signal it?
2: Yeah, that's what
1: perhaps that, uh, not surprisingly famous. given his men have been stranded on this place
2: for a month or more so as I come come back to the to our hut to round up the rest of the guys with with Ugnan I'll kind of whisper to him a bit that um yeah I need to be cautious but uh promise him, what we'll, I'll put in a word to the captain clearly we need to just make a decision on this but um if he pans out could do worse than a guy like that crew in our ship not sure what he'd want and how Trustworthy it be, or how we could time to us, but uh, Fred says, always trust big, big blokes
0: <laughs> if we can take them off the island. And I think that's the thing to do. It's not be unfair to leave them,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. If we can do that, um,
1: uh, just to yeah. make clear, um, for the sake of those people that are listening to the podcast, garks and half breeds, garks are like orcs. Sure oh, okay. in chat. thanks, buddy. Huh? Uh, I did not know that yeah so garks are the shadow worlds kind of equivalent of orcs and goblins um, and the sneaky little bugger that stole the pirates boat was a half-human half gark half sort of thing okay um, hence they just referred to him as half-breed so for the sake of the gentle ears that might be listening to um, a, a, any sort of stream uh, they're not racists they're a bit peculiar and that's what you get when you leave a bunch of sailors stuck on an island with no women all and right crew. strange things you can smoke are we yeah. ready to
2: ready to head out we've got we've got some fairly clear plans uh based on a conversation with the the old captain over there um he recommended we go to a temple first yeah um, it's it's going to be brutal inside the city by the things there's a massive wall around it we've been given a password that they know went in there but they lost most of their crew in there and he warned us. Actually, we need to even be on our on our toes even before we get to the temple. There's some sort of horrific field we need to cross with some sort of weird stuff that may be living under the ground. So keep your eyes peeled when we go over there.
5: It kind of gives you guys a nod in back into the the uh, half. Then you eye. guys are in there.
2: No, I was going to say I keep a close eye on Silt because I'm a bit worried about her. The more we, the closer we get to the demon demons and talk about demons, the more worrying she gets. More worried that's, me.
5: that's right. Well she, she asks you guys and says, you know, with with all the different dangers and stuff on this island, um do you know, one of them took a little bit of a shine to me uh the other night. Should I should I kind of not give up the goods but <laughs> offer uh, offer <laughs> offer the honey pot, as it were, of a kiss to to loosen his lips a little more or share any secrets he knows? Well I'm deep. I'm not beneath it's not beneath me to do so, I say. Numal looks incredibly shocked. <laughs> I look over oh, Jerry, at Jerry and he, wink he, he at him. He turns
4: bright red. <laughs> he turns bright red. Jerry's just yeah.
3: laughing.
2: <laughs> Crad looks incredibly uncomfortable and uh, shuffles his feet and looks optimistically at. I've been to make a decision, uh, and then... it, it's just a kiss. That's all
0: I'd offer. Udden sh- just shrugs. He just shrugs. Well, whatever can get us the information. I mean, did you go up those? Did you go up the ladder when you were when you're inside that place?
5: Oh, I I was too afraid to leave without you know just in case there's traps or anything, and the, you know Cherry wasn't to help. But it's something I figure we can approach you know invisibly uh, again quietly inside this place, uh, approach invisibly from the outside, and then I I think I've gauged the range where I can uh, teleport us inside of.
1: Yeah, you're fairly confident that
2: you can. Well, I guess the only thing we really need to make a decision is do we think there's anything that might be helpful in there before we head out to this temple?
5: Well, that, yeah, that's true too. So I I figured I'd just ask people, but I mean, I can definitely send Cherry in there and myself and then get us both.
0: I mean, I don't like the fact that they haven't told us that they could go inside. I mean, was there enough room for everybody to fit inside, do you think, so? Oh, definitely. So why didn't they just get us all to come inside last night, for example? Why have they kept them to themselves? That's what worries me.
5: Well, that's it. They, it seemed to have, like, a, a trunk full of gear from that ship that Erath spoke about, Scourge, the Scourge. And uh, so I don't know if it's just keepsakes. I didn't really look for, you know, like Cherry would give it a once-over for value, but... Well,
2: why don't you up in there, I mean, we will basically, like, Prevaricate a bit in here and uh spend a lot of time preparing. um Can you hop across? And like, Fran shakes his head at the thought of it. From from this room straight in there and have a look around, so they wouldn't even know. And then head back when uh, when you found something useful.
5: Yeah, I think so. I'll I'll just you know go for another walk around just to make sure I get it right. But yeah, um, shouldn't take me more than ten minutes to come back after a walk.
1: Okay. All right. Sounds <laughs> a good idea. So you can ready your belongings for towards the temple ruins that the pirates sailors have told you about, which you believe might be the temple of the forgotten knight. Meanwhile, uh, you want to have a walk around the outside. Uh, silk, yes?
5: Yeah, just to gauge from, say, the top right corner uh, by the wall, almost right here on the outside, and then yeah. kind of gauge gauge from you know say the inside of this room um and then from there to teleport to say that that area with the front door
1: okay give me another reasoning role easy difficulty because you've already done some mental mathematics to do a similar calculation from the outside so all you've got to do is just do a little bit of subtraction cool not that Uh, long dooring like this is at all easy because yeah true enough of doing something through a hyper-dimensional space That's okay. it. you're fairly confident that actually from inside that building you could long door safely into that building again as long as nobody moves any of the furniture around you're fairly confident you can do it
5: okay so I'll uh, I'll kind of touch uh, cherry on the shoulder and bring her into the room there after i I'm back I'll meander yeah. a little bit outside for a while and then finally I'll go inside. I won't just do it. Okay? But once I'm here, uh I'll move over here and I'll say to Cherry um so uh are you ready for this? It's quite the experience. I guess so. <laughs> here we go. So just just to let you know, you know, just for <laughs> to be forewarned, I've, uh,
1: I've made a will.
5: Yeah. That's right. You might want to leave your belongings here, except for what you need. Um, what do you mean? Yes, well, I... just, just in case you know the spell fails somehow, I, I can cast it no problem. But just in case the spell fails somehow, it's just to make sure that you're safe.
0: Okay. Uh, so...
5: Your belongings are safe, I should say. <laughs> All right. So
3: if the spell fails, like. I I will fucking go as <laughs>
5: <laughs> Okay. So so this is the thing. It's gonna take me quite a while to cast this because it's a little bit beyond my ability. But I've done it twice myself, so now that you're forewarned, you well, still wanna do it. I'll, I'll, I, I'll I, just I hear this. Least,
3: I I put Lysa down, like the water skin with Lysa in it, put that down and say probably best that I don't bring you along just in case goes awry. That's, but,
5: yeah, that's that's what I mean. All uh, right.
3: I promise. I hand it, her off to, have, her to um, Shana and they look after her.
0: Yeah, Uggen, as soon as you hear says that, goes, whoa, 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 hang on. Uh, is this beyond you, Mr. Self?
5: Uh, it, just a little bit, but I, <laughs> I was fine. I was fine when I did it last night. Okay, but, so you're going to overcast the spell to get
1: yourself and... Cherry, who's now looking a little bit dubious about this, yeah, yeah, into so you. the pyramid.
5: Yeah, I'm not forcing you. If you say no, that's no. fine. I'll, I'll go myself. I'm ready. That's okay. 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 So when you you go, I want you to basically find the chest and take one or two steps away from the chest because I'm gonna arrive there shortly. after. Okay. All okay. Right.
1: This is gonna be fascinating. All right. So. Um, you cast the spell.
5: Yeah, so I need to roll 28 or more because one to two <laughs> normally... F- <laughs> Are you ready?
0: Uh, and, and on the plus side, you know, if you get the spell wrong, the Cherry's chest could in- increase by quite a lot. Well, she would be a chest, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it. Okay, come on then. Right,
1: cast your spell then, Silk.
5: Okay, so it's just one to 100 and that's, yeah. that's what it would be. So here we go no problem and
1: you did that for the first time and, oh no of course flamboyant gestures as well
5: well that's it it's just the main die 100 so as long as it's over twenty okay oh and that bother. was the learn
1: you're right i won't bother putting any tokens on this cherry when you arrive um you can see just remind you you're inside what looks like a uh probably about 25 foot square or so chamber there is a small cot and to your dismay there are two chests there are two chests <laughs> yes which chest did you want to move away from I'll, I'll i'll go and stand next to the cot just to be sure and do you want to cast your spell again please silk to make sure you arrive nice and safely
5: <laughs> that's it so once cherry is gone i'll step into her spot just so that i have exact calculation. Yeah, and then nine rounds or however many rounds later that it takes, I'll do the same thing. So here okay. we go. No, it's Sorry. fine, Agneth. It's okay. I, I, she, she, she didn't, she didn't not go because if she, if, if it failed, she would be still here but stunned. That's all. Honest. I, I it's fine. But just everybody <laughs> move to the other side of the room right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it helps if you shout, "Incoming!"
5: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Okay,
5: go on then. Give us this roll then, Silk. Okay, here we go. And I won't do the. Actually, before Silk
1: uh, does that,
5: yeah, I, I, I want to
3: jump in. Um, is this something that Cherry's experienced in any way, shape, or form before?
5: No. Yeah, the the ride there is
3: kind of cool. Through the thing, yeah, because I was thinking maybe she should make a constitution check to see if it
1: makes her throw up or something. I suppose so. Yes, actually, that was so essentially the one. Way- Always pictured this is.
5: Oh no! Uh, <laughs> Hold it
1: in! Hold so, it in! So, so that's uh, going to be interesting. Just in, so front, of the,
3: just in front of the, the chest there is a puddle of vomit from Cherry.
1: Oh, you bastard! So <laughs> it Damn it! <laughs> okay, so, here we go. Twin. So the way it probably works is that as the spell is cast, you're drawn out to an impossibly thin distance, sort of sent down what looks like a multi hole that's spiraling around you and you get thinner and, thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner and stretched and stretched and stretched until finally you kind of snap together again at the far end of that long door um well said so you've uh, left a pile of something for silk to arrive in silk cast your spell <laughs> oh, and geez. then we're going to want <laughs> An agility role for you to stay on your feet. You <laughs> land when your open toed sandal. Oh, why didn't
5: it. I wear my boots? Damn with
1: it. The chunks that get between your toes <laughs> and in your toenails. And you manage to stay on your feet, <sighs> I think. Okay, so the chamber itself actually has, as you you can see there, there's an obvious door out, there's a workbench, there's a small cot, but there are also two chests. One reads scourge, uh, you think, in a language which isn't particularly um, obvious to you, but you were told it reads the scourge because it matches the same lettering on the brass plaque on the wheel of the uh, forlorn ship that was smashed. The chest itself is one that you've not opened. There is another smaller chest which has been opened. Cherry, uh, sorry, Silk can tell you that, Cherry, and inside all she found was some dried meats, some wild mushrooms, some onions, some foods, and so on, and also um, some tools. But the chest which right. reads the scourge has not been opened and is indeed locked. I'll
3: do a perception check to see
1: if I can see any traps on it. Absolutely. It's not trapped at all. But boy, that acid indigestion is, is beginning to play havoc with your concentration. Awesome. <laughs>
3: so the chest, as far as you can
1: tell, isn't um, trapped at all. It just needs a depth hand to pick the lock. It's going to be a hard lock to pick.
3: Hard lock. I I tell. I, I look at and so you know we're going to have to clean this up before we go. Yep.
5: Someone's gonna have to clean it up, but not me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, it's a hard lock to pick.
5: Hard lock to pick, yep.
3: Okay. Sorry. It's
1: warped slightly in the damp air, so it's gonna catch. And because of the way the wood has warped, it's um, gonna be difficult. Mm
5: -hmm. Is it very hard or? Hard, Uh, sorry. Oh, nice roll. Even better than the previous. Easy.
1: So, lifting up the chest, you can see that inside there's a beautifully crafted bronze ship's sextant. Um, it also looks like the... Uh, oh, sorry, that was the wrong one. I don't pick that... Pick oh, pockets. you pick the pocket, let's do a... <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me
3: try with pick locks this time. We're What's the pick cheaters.
2: locks? Is it, is it better than pick pocket skill?
3: Because otherwise... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, <laughs> No. <laughs> no.
1: Okay, so... um, I'm sort of glad that I... (laughs) You sense that there's probably a very important ship's cabinet inside. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, ship's uh, uh, sextant inside. But you can't manage to open the lock. Try again. Uh, You managed to open up, and sure enough, inside, as you suspected, uh, there is a particularly fine uh, bronze ship's sextant, which will be a boon to any navigator. Also present are the journals of the ship's captain. So these would be his logbooks, his maps, his bearings, and so on. If you were a navigator, these would be priceless. Well, if we, I, I turned a silk and if we take the, the sext,
3: but can hide it while we're off gallivanting round. That way we can assure that old captain here isn't going to take over
5: the ship. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Then, um, what do you think of I this? I point to yeah. the ladder.
3: I said you might want to skim through this after the blog to see how crazy. If you want, I'll go check out the ladder. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna take my time and slowly climb up the
1: ladder and stalk it up, if I may. Okay. Um, the ladder itself is obviously. Uh, stoutly bolted and fixed to the wall so you make virtually no noise at all as you climb up that ladder so um, uh, cherry so it waits uh, below you uh, waiting for you to find out uh, what you can it ends in a trapdoor pushing gently on the trapdoor the trapdoor moves also without making a sound now, whatever crafted this tower and put in the ladder and the trapdoor and so on, did so with the uh, real um, craftsmanship. After all of these years in this structure, it must be thousands of years old. None of the internal structures have warped or deformed at all, despite the damp and the heat around and outside you. Uh, above, you can see um, there's a room similar to the one below. But this room contains three double bunks. There's a rather unusual lamp that's glowing on the northern wall. The lamp seems to hold—it's an ordinary gra- uh, glass lamp, shuttered lantern—but it holds what looks like a glowing purple crystal.
3: It's just a glowing crystal, okay? I'm trying to think. It's—it's uh, it's just a light crystal.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: Right, it just projects light. We could possibly use that when we're That might the be handy. Yeah. But also <laughs> the question it's is just
5: more more obvious
3: we and though for no apparent reason usually do more than just glow. Like I've never really? seen a crystal glow like or before. Like and it we've had the light spell cast on cast on my my lamp before, so I know what an not spell. But I say I okay. Um what I'm going to do and I first I want I'll say
5: you have a look at this crystal here. So and um you, you turn back and she's already touching it. <laughs> <Carol."> <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> um,
3: and what I'm going to do is uh I'm going to use my my future visions.
1: Yeah, uh, silk. You're looking at the crystal. Can you give me a perception roll, please?
5: Okay. Oh, thanks. Awesome, Craig. Thank you. Yeah, I was worried for a sec because I was like, "Man, they really changed." uh perception, GM.
1: Yeah, please. So the crystal itself is probably about the size of your thumb, and okay. you can see coiling around, flickering. In the very heart of this purple gem is a purple something. You Mm. don't sense that the gem gem is, uh, how do I say it, living. Okay. But it is sentient. There is a presence, a very faint presence in the gemstone.
5: Oh, you're a jerk. Have you read my background?
1: Yes. (laughs)
5: It goes into her pocket. Okay, okay so, you so
1: you can will... reach out and reach into the lantern, take the gemstone, and put it in your pocket. Yeah, so that's fine. What? While that's happening. Yeah, you want to cast your spell. Off you go.
3: Yep. So I'm so going before, to. So before, as
1: she reaches for it, you cast your spell. Yeah. I think that that was what would probably happen. Off you go. So uh, do you need to make a yep. casting roll.
3: Oh, sorry. Okay. Casting. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the chance roll. That gives
1: me that's know. right. Yep. Okay. Um, so remind me, you get to look forward what ten seconds? Uh, no, seconds no,
3: five minutes.
1: Five minutes. This one. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you'll want to know what will happen if you take the gemstone. Exactly. You don't get the feeling that anything unpleasant will happen at all. You'll just take the gemstone. The only problem is going to be that the pocket that Silk has put the gemstone in in her robes. Um, it's got a faint glow to it. So you're going to have to hide it to conceal it. Gemstone glows quite brightly. It's small, but it's got a glow that's big enough to fill the room. She seems oblivious to that.
3: <laughs> I go, I point I this out to Silk and say, <laughs> time to use your prison pocket, dear.
5: Oh, really? <laughs>
3: They're going to say it straight away.
5: <laughs> I'll uh, open up my water flask. Can I fit the, the gem inside the water flask?
1: You can. Um, before you do that, how long does your spell last for? Is it just Which... that I've cast it and I can see for 10 minutes? Or does it. Yeah, it must be. Okay, yeah. Hold That's done. just can... yeah, I've
3: cast it and I can see forward. Right five minutes on a particular
5: action okay
1: you can put the gemstone into your water flask if you want yes it will fit okay i'll I'll do that okay um it's a shame that you've done that because the gemstone explodes oh (laughs) that's (laughs) hilarious that's awesome so you put the gemstone in to your water flask fortunately so what's your water Mm -hmm. flask made of
5: uh just like leather, I'm sure.
1: Okay, that's that's good. So uh it's not glass or anything that will shatter. So there's a tremendous crack, your water flask shakes, water leaps out of the flask, soaking your clothing in your face, and then the glow has gone.
5: Aw. You see the <laughs> biggest pout on silk ever. Like she just <laughs> killed God. <laughs> um we're not doing too well, Cherry. You've puked. I've now splashed this with water, and we've left it all
0: over the place. I don't know what's going on, but we're not doing too well. All you need to do is sleep in one of the beds, and then it'll be like, you know, somebody, somebody's puked on the floor.
1: <laughs> right. And they're still here. Exactly.
0: So I'm going to cast from
5: Fire Law uh, Boil Liquid, and I'll make the liquid all around us evaporate as quick as it lands. As it
1: Set for the bedding. In- <laughs> <laughs> you it's come hundred Celsius. I can see you coming back singed and soaked. Yeah. And to go, go, what the fucking hell did you do?
5: Exactly. <laughs> it all went wrong. Okay. I was waiting for zero wow. two there just that, so that, that, that it explodes or something. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Okay. So you can okay. dry out all of the water everywhere. Although, of course, the sailors have now lost their precious mirror. Yeah. What do you want okay. to do now? the room is now much much darker because there's obviously no light in here, so for you need to do much more, you're going to now need a light source
5: I'm sorry, and I'll cast a uh, late <laughs> log projected light level okay I okay. promise I'll make sure I have enough powerpoints if there's a a, a spell failure here, so I can't cast any more after this okay <laughs> so. Projected light I, is like a torch flashlight.
3: I, I, guess I, I, I look at you and shake my head and just say, "I'm glad you didn't put it where I told you to." Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am too. That would have hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Oof! I'm fringing at the thought of it.
5: Exactly. Um,
3: so I, uh, I go. Okay. Well, I that. Evaporate whatever you did there. Can you do it on the mess we made downstairs? So, yes, to be honest, I can. It'll be just dust and dry
5: bits of, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I can. Um, I just right now I'm down to us leaving and then a failure of us leaving. So, I won't do it unless I know for sure I've sent you back. Do you know what I mean? Okay, okay. So let's let's keep going. Is there it's just this other second floor room or something?
1: Yeah. So you're the room itself. You can see there are three beds. Yeah. So there's three beds. There's the lamp, which you've broken. And there's another ladder which climbs up um, to a floor above you. So there is obviously a third floor above you. Um, The ladder is up against the north wall.
3: Okay. so let's. Have a quick look under the beds. Is there anything under, hidden under okay.
1: the beds? You can give me a perception roll, please. Um, you've got a decent enough light source. Uh, yes, you can see what what looks like. Uh, Cherry can see a chest. Silk can't see anything at all. And it's <laughs> ready to climb up.
5: I'm looking at my palm, shining a light in my eye.
1: <laughs> Sorry, God, I can't see anything. It's the light. It's the light. Uh Cherry, however, you can see what looks like a small chest.
3: Okay, so... Um,
1: Quite small, something that would be used for probably uh, valuables valuables storage.
3: I'm not particularly worried about robbing these guys of anything. Um, So I pointed out and I say we'll check that on the way back. Let's go upstairs.
1: Moving stealthily, I assume. Do you want to give me a stealth roll?
5: Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, just see someone's above us. I think
3: in, if anyone's inside here, the, the sound of puking and the explosion of a
1: of a normal <laughs> water glass
3: would have already alerted them. But
1: yeah, this tractor, again opens quite quietly. The place has been Ooh. extremely well crafted, and you can see uh, one last chamber. There's no more ladders going up. Uh, The most obvious thing in here is the fact that two of the walls seem to be lined with bookshelves. Against the northern wall, however, there's also a small idol. The idol itself is about two foot high, so hefty, but certainly one that you could carry if you wanted. The idol itself is curiously fashioned and is leaning against the wall. It's not sitting or standing normally, so there's something slightly odd about the design of it. Of the well, idol? looks, Yeah, the idol itself looks like it's been fashioned in, this, in the shape of a mermaid, though the mermaid has four rather large breasts. Uh-huh. Um, and it leans against the wall, uh, which has been lined with bookshelves. Ooh, bookshelves. Now, the books themselves are old, and many of them um, look as if they've uh, faded and worn over time. There's a scroll that's been unfurled on the floor.
3: Okay, so I'll
1: wait it, so keep it open.
3: Sorry. Yep. So I'll let Silk look the scroll over.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the scroll is written in a language that you don't recognize.
5: Okay, I'm going to cast uh, Second Level Delving Ways. Caster can yeah. read text written in an unknown language, but only understand basic concepts.
1: Okay, the language, um, I don't know if you know what the language is, but you've that and you can decipher the language. You want to make a spellcasting role just not to fail it. And, you, you got it, second level. And collapse. In the heat. Yeah. Yeah. So the language is obviously unknown to you. Certainly the tongue, you don't know who wrote this, but obviously it's very old. Um, the scroll itself seems to be some sort of basic guide to summoning gods and summoning demons. Oh, wow! essentially, it won't allow you to summon anything, but it tells you the steps that you should take and what spells you should you should be looking to use. Hmm. How long does your spell last?
5: Uh, A minute per level.
1: Okay. so as you scan some of the other books, text that was unfamiliar to you is now familiar. Clearly, these were all written in the same strange language.
5: Okay. Anything just as interesting as the Summoning Gods book or
1: well, what sort of books are you looking for?
5: Oh man, I guess it would just have to do with the history of the island or any okay. magic items
1: from All right. Can you give me Give me a perception roll as you scan the books very quickly. Okay. Perception up. so there's a couple of books that uh, immediately leap out at you um, yeah. one is about the Nuretti people themselves it's a history of the Nuretti you can take that book and leaf through it over time another one is titled Vram Ver," the Light Queen if you remember there was reference to um, the Dark Queen
5: aren't they all? Right. Oh, darn it, man. I keep saying to Cherry we shouldn't take everything, but it seems like we're going to. Yeah, how to serve a man. Nice. Okay, I'll um, <laughs> I'll grab those books, and I'll kind of try to cinch all the other books together so it doesn't look like anything's been removed.
1: Okay, you can do
5: that. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll look at Cherry and say, okay, uh, I, I've got some books that we can read over time while we're here, but. Uh, Let's not take anything else because I I feel like we're just shopping now. (laughs) What do you think? Yeah. Anything else Um, we need here?
3: I want to have a look at this idol. Yeah. Um, You said there was something odd about it besides Yeah, it said the
1: design and. Give me a perception roll, please, Cherry. Sure. So the idol itself said mermaid type creature. Um, the arms of the creature, two arms, are stretched above its head and look as if they'd be holding something above its head, wrapped around, almost as if the idol is designed to be fastened to some sort of pole. Um, the tail fin, as well, is kind of slightly curled at the end, as if, as if the tail fins would be curled around some sort of pole down the back of this brass statue which is about two to three feet tall obviously nautical in design it's also um, slightly tarnished um, and pitted with time um, so in that way it's actually a little bit out of place because the rest of the things that you've seen in this place um, the trapdoor, the ladder and so on are uh, almost unmarked so this is probably something that belongs to the ship's crew, rather yeah. than people that built this strange thing.
3: That's oh. what I was thinking. I was thinking, mate, that 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 sounds like they saved a face.
5: You sick? No, the, no, no.
3: The you know what sits on the bow of a ship?
5: Oh, okay, yeah,
1: like a yeah, like
3: a. Usually, it's Excellent. a mermaid of some sort. Yep.
5: Yeah
1: as this
3: you, one might be a as you think, mermaid
1: as you think through that silk uh sorry cherry yes this looks almost exactly like the figurehead of a ship that's okay,
3: a one cool. figurehead a word thank you for my lack of English
5: Old dancing mermaids <laughs> chat <laughs> uh cool cool okay um a- anything else here that you need or you want to do a search in here for weird stuff or? um
3: okay so Okay, so now that I know that she's that and not connected to the room itself, I, I was wondering if there was a connection to some sort of secret panel or latch. So the secrets to this room lie in the bookcase. Realistically, while you're looking at that, I I'm gonna roll a self-discipline check.
1: Okay? Your turn, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Let's throb
1: the place blind.
5: That's exactly it. <laughs> oh, oh okay. thank God.
3: <laughs> so yeah, I, I decide no no. I'm going to go down and try and uh so I want to go down to the bottom floor again where I puked and is it, is the floor itself dirt or is it obsidian like the rest of the It's obsidian.
1: So you could clean So it it's actually
3: really quite easily cleanable. It's like mopping
1: mopping yes. up
3: a a pool on you know, marble. Um yeah. So if it's that sort of a yeah I'll I'll just start cleaning the mess up and say when you finished looking at the books bring some down if you want me to carry them and then we'll go okay I can't see any reason to look into anything else I'm I'm tempted to take the sextant but I don't want to I okay. I feel that our good relations with these guys even though we know they're dodgy as fuck yeah
5: you know, just for to the lie falling. on
3: us at least playing <laughs> yeah. dupes um and then we'll be ready for you know because yeah i trust these guys not a fucking sausage so
1: and i'm yeah. sure they do given that you've broken into their house and smashed their lamp and thrown up on their floor <laughs> Yeah, well that,
3: <laughs> exactly the only the only evidence that i want left behind is that the light from the lamps disappeared for some reason, and we went as long as we weren't there. Too bad it's not a hundred meters, or else you could put us outside, outside yeah. the fence. <laughs>
5: no, it is a hundred. It is a hundred. Uh, Craig. hundred feet. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. I I feel better now because it's a. Why? So because um,
3: I'm thinking I'm thinking. when you teleport us outside the? The fence line, the so we can one, yeah, yeah. So that way we have not we have an excuse for disappearing for as long as we have. Okay. You got to remember, times gone by, and we're the popular ones. You know, yeah, that's true. Shana's I... Shana's there and looking gorgeous as well, but I'm 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 sure as shit they're intimidated as fuck by her compared to you and I. So yeah, let's let's pretend we've been out doing lady things in the woods. Okay. And that'll um, probably impress him enough since he's shit-scared to leave this place. So,
5: Yeah, I failed my self-discipline rule, so before I get downstairs with you, I'm going to search the room for anything else that might be pretty.
1: <laughs> okay, there's nothing obviously pretty, but you could maybe uh, steal another book. Uh, yeah, I thought that that'll happened. happen. <laughs> um, okay, you take another book... Um. You don't really look at it, you just take a book and just put it away because yeah, yeah. that's what you do. Um, and when you've got time, you can find out that it's, I don't know, it could be a book about anything. Yeah, um, exactly. A book for the weekend, sir, uh, or something like that. <laughs> yeah.
5: oh, that's cool. So, yeah, if nothing else valuable in this room, then I'll uh, head downstairs and I'll prepare Cherry for the trip.
1: Okay. So, cast your spell, please, and you want to teleport out of these outside the stockade
5: yeah well,
3: i'm thinking it. just to our west there so a straight line
5: well that's it where we're standing to go west we just get right outside the walls so we yeah. have to go to the corner as possible and teleport but i don't know like i and i tell you i don't know what things look like out there like i don't know i i didn't walk the wall on that and and oh. if I cast it and it fails, you don't travel and you're stuck. So I, I'd like to, but well, I think we should just... What, back to the, back to the hut back, that we came back from? Back to the hut, yeah. At least it's safe.
3: Yeah, okay. I guess, like, as long as the guys haven't left the hut and sort of, like, kept the door closed to people and I just yeah. hope I don't puke when I get back in there.
5: Yeah, exactly. But I'll I'll transport you and it'll it'll basically be into the corner here again. Okay. Just be sure to move out from there because that's what I've got memorized as Okay, before
3: I go, I wanna actually lock the um chest. Chest that I unlocked. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, uh, give me be... a lock pick roll, please. <clears throat> yep, good enough. So you are able to lock the chest closed again and then yep. silk. Um, attempts to send you back.
5: Okay, here's where it gets interesting. Are you ready for 20 20 plus,
1: you said? Uh, 20 plus. Okay, so
5: 22 plus. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, thank God. Zorp.
1: Jerry, Mm -hmm. you're back.
5: So I've got 14 PowerPoints because I had to spend it on... uh, the water boiling. So I can only do this once, and if I fail, I'm walking out of here somehow. Yeah. Okay. So I walk into her her position where she was. I uh gesticulate wildly, and I, I say a silent prayer to all the gods, Naredi and otherwise.
1: I've got a bad feeling about this. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh man.
3: So I'm going to make another constitution check. I'm going to put minus self-impose a minus five on it, because <laughs> I failed last time. Um,
1: oh, oh, fine.
3: beauty.
5: beauty.
1: Nothing left. Not even,
3: not even a twinge in the tummy that time.
5: Yeah, thanks Thanks for your time, Cherry. I'm sorry it took so long. And what happened?
3: Oh, you know. It, like, so it hang on.
5: A, I I rush I brush her hair like like shake it and tussle it. and then I tussle mine. Oh, what have we been? And doing? Then, well, when we walk out, they'll know that it, we're not their kind of person. <laughs> we, we solve two things. Wait, why oh, I
1: do I think you're exactly their kind of person.
5: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I was say, Every schoolboy's dream. They,
3: they'd pay for that. <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: so you two finally emerge. You've probably been gone about an hour or so
5: Yeah um, I'll hold her hand as we walk out so The
3: the piece of cloth that I used to clean up Clean up the puke Yeah, and I'd like worked hard to make sure that there was next to nothing like and okay. really searchable
5: Chunks. <laughs> chunks, no, the chunks are. Chunks oh my God! Were, where did the carrots
1: rag? come from? Why they're always the,
5: carrot? That's when yeah. I saw her hunched over eating the chunks back as she couldn't. Oh, I, 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 couldn't. I couldn't wrap them
3: in the in the cloth. So I. Really, oh. <laughs> oh my God, that's wrong. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I'm going to take it. that and I'm just going to throw it in the like the the whole rag, just throw yeah. it in the fires. Sorry, no people that.
1: really question that, to be honest. Um, The sailors have been watching Cran and Shana uh, go through their early morning calisthenics. Some of them, in particular, Cran, you can see, were probably thinking about joining in. Obviously, uh, they're quite eager to test their mettle, but also uh, they're quite eager to prove that they're as good as you guys in, in their own way. However, Aroth um, growls at them whenever they look like they're going to join in. So Kran ends
2: up on his ass uh, very quickly after trying to use his bulk to throw Shada, and she's clearly a far better at any sort of martial arts type stuff than Kran, he uses brute force normally, and he just lies there in the sand looking up at her and holds his hand up. Okay. No more, no more. I'm full of, a mouth full of bloody sand now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and my back hurts just like Ugnan's. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> OK, so where now, folks? Do you want to head to the city or do you want to head to what the, the temple ruins that you suspect might be this uh, Temple of the Forgotten Night? If you remember, yeah. you were urged to go there first by the seer who told you that this Temple of the Forgotten Night, if that is the temple ruins that you suspect will hold weapons and things that will help you defeat the demons inside the city
2: yeah we should definitely
1: head right. that first yeah anyone definitely yeah. smell anyone smell from it's
2: like weird smelling <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> why are there carrots on your front
3: <laughs> i'm wearing, I'm wearing leather, just so just, it just wiped wiped off as well <laughs> so <laughs> it, i was gonna say silk, silk has a hard time with her own spells that's all i can <laughs>
0: So as we get ready, putting our stuff together, hopefully, uh, uh, not crown, sorry,
1: Cherry and Silk, fill us in. Yeah. Okay. So they can tell you that they've searched the place out and they probably look at you, Ugnant, and you probably win. So they go, guess what, Ugnan, We found some more books. Oh, goody. (laughs) Right.
5: But I can read these ones, even though I don't know the language that spell, the last spell list that I learned. It's great for this stuff.
0: That last spell. This was from those, um, demon-summing, evil channeling books.
5: No, no, no. The, it's uh, delving ways. It's called. It uh, helps me read and uh,
0: learn about past histories of items. That kind of stuff. Okay, oh, because I'm a bit worried about finding books inside of a black, uh, shiny obelisk. <laughs> yeah,
1: That's right. That's true. Yeah, but particularly though, grab... they don't say public library.
5: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I can.
3: Like, yeah, talk to her and just sit down and talk to her for a little bit, like it's a child or something like that. Like it's my child. Or <laughs> she's she's a bit motherly towards Lisa. Okay.
1: Uh, uh,
3: That's all I want to do. Don't have to role play the the chat. It's just like, how you doing? You know, everything okay? Uh, well
1: worst, so certainly. Because of the heat in this place, um, she's beginning to struggle, dehydrating. Okay. So you're going to have to release her into some water at some point.
3: Yeah. Oh Well, I was going to release her into the river to go up river and see if there's anything along that trail um, when we head towards the city. But it looks like we're going to the temple first. So, yeah. Um. So that I just said to the guys, look, we've got to drop Lisa off at some water soon and then we're good to go as far as on.
5: I've got to replace my water skin that burst.
0: What did you do with the pieces of the gem? Uh, I basically kept them. (laughs) Ah, you probably should have sprinkled those underneath it so it looked like it had burst in its own accord.
5: all by itself. I'm sure there's still pieces and shards stuck in the wall.
3: All right, the obsidian may not be. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can't see any reason to stick around in the corral for much longer. No, aren't, aren't yeah, we, we expecting the um, Skyship
0: to come for us anyway in the morning? Oh, yeah, first thing this morning. Okay, well, let's,
3: let's wait for that and then...
0: Well, I think we, shouldn't, I I think we should just be ready to go okay. and then just leave in one fluid motions just in case there's any issue with them trying to yep. follow us.
1: Okay. Okay, so you can head north, which is both the direction that your ship is due to be returning um from and it also happens to be the direction um that's going to lead to this temple whatever this temple complex is it's probably now about oh i don't know the equivalent of 10 o'clock in the morning by the time the girls have finally sorted their stuff out um, and looted the uh, tower as best they can